You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. With over 8,000 threat hunters analyzing over 65 trillion signals daily, Microsoft works tirelessly with the federal government to keep our nation's data secure. This 30-year-plus partnership is driving mission innovation that is secure by design. Whether optimizing your existing defenses or tackling advanced threats with AI, Microsoft gives you the intelligence and the automation you need to defend at mission scale. Let's work together to stay ahead of emerging threats and secure your mission anywhere. Learn more at aka.ms slash fedcyber. That's aka.ms slash fedcyber. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CyberWire's Research Saturday. I'm Dave Bittner, and this is our weekly conversation with researchers and analysts tracking down threats and vulnerabilities and solving some of the hard problems of protecting ourselves in a rapidly evolving cyberspace. Thanks for joining us. Don't struggle to align your organization's cybersecurity with business risk. Get the only solution that goes beyond reacting to threats with vulnerability and risk monitoring. You need the next evolution of MDR, and only Critical Start delivers it. Critical Start doesn't just monitor and respond to threats. They put you in control by detecting suspicious activities, quickly responding to contained threats, and identifying your most critical assets and protecting them against vulnerabilities and exposures. With continuous visibility, expert guidance, and measurable risk reduction, Critical Start has redefined what it means to manage cyber risk. Demonstrate provable security maturity to your leadership while positioning your program to achieve the greatest risk reduction per dollar spent. Stop fearing risk and start managing it with Critical Start. Visit criticalstart.com and request a demo today. That's criticalstart.com. Back in May 2018, when we published a research, Fortnite had... Uh, about 45 million players worldwide. That's Deepin Desai. He's head of security research at Zscaler. The research we're discussing today is titled Fake Fortnite Apps, Scamming and Spying on Android Gamers. The popularity has grown immensely since then as well. But it was always on our radar to track different popular apps, trending apps, because those are the ones that are being targeted by the malicious actors. And what we saw back then was uh, not one, but there were several different fake Fortnite apps for Android users that were trying to take advantage of the popularity of the game. Now, uh, to be clear here, at the time when you originally published this research, Fortnite had not yet been released for Android devices. So these bad actors were taking advantage of the desire for the game by putting out fake versions on the Play Store? That is accurate. So at that time, Epic uh, basically announced that it will be extending its support to mobile platforms, and it already launched the iOS version of the game. The Android version of the game was planned for summer of 2017, tentatively, 
but there was no official date announced. So that was the situation. But as you know, there are a lot of eager gamers <laughs> that were waiting for that app. So we did see a bunch of fake Fortnite apps being available on third party as well as you know, some of the malicious web stores. Well, let's go through some of the ones that you found one at a time here. One of them involved uh, some spyware. Can you walk us through what was going on with this one? Right. So the first one that we mentioned is a spying app. This is basically allowing the attacker to monitor all the incoming and outgoing calls on the infected device. It's able to harvest call logs, get phone contacts and other information from the infected system. The attacker can also access camera, take pictures, and remotely wipe data on the device. So it was a full-fledged remote control app, which we saw in this case getting installed on the user system. Now, this was uh, able to keylog as well? It was able to keylog as well, yes. And what did you see in terms of this connecting with any sort of command and control server? Had that occurred? So during our analysis, we did notice that it was calling back to a CNC server, but the server was not online. So we did see the code, but we haven't seen any successful connection at the time of analysis. So that's why we uh, mentioned in the blog that it may still be under development or the server has already been taken offline. Now, what would the user experience be for this? So if I download this, I see a Fortnite logo on my phone. What happens if I, when I try to launch the game? There obviously won't be any game being launched. It will just disappear. There won't be anything visible on the screen. The malicious app is actually running in the back end. And does it have a persistence? Yes, it will stay persistent on the user system. I see. All right, well, let's move on to uh, one of the, the other ones that you discovered. One of them was doing some coin mining. Yep. <laughs> so 2017 and 18 were the years for a lot of mining activity, both web-based as well as system-based. So it was no surprise that we also saw you know, mobile malware, where uh, one of this was a Fortnite APK file that was being downloaded and performing coin mining activity using the CoinHive JavaScript, which was embedded in the file. And again, the user doesn't get any game to play, and they wouldn't necessarily know that this was happening. It would all take place in the background? That is accurate. The only thing that the user will notice is the phone's battery is going to die out faster than usual, and the phone might even get heated up because the coin mining activity will leverage a CPU. I mean, it will prefer GPU, but yeah, phones, it will mostly be leveraging the CPU. And we have shared some uh, stats as well on that in the blog on what that would look like when the device is infected with uh, this malicious app. Hmm. Now, let's go through some of the other ones. Some of them were uh, generating revenue in other ways, some clever ways here. What did you discover? Right. So just to give you a background, Fortnite has a virtual currency called V-Bucks, hmm. which allows the users to purchase some of the in-game cosmetic items. The game is free to play, but the V-Bucks is where uh, you know Epic Games makes a lot of money as well. The part that the scammers are taking advantage of is there are a lot of you know young players who are trying to get those V-Bucks uh, at a discounted price or maybe by doing certain surveys right, and get the V-Bucks for free. So the scammers are basically pushing out apps saying that, hey, if you do X, Y, and Z, you will get free V-Bucks in return. And what ended up happening over there was the unsuspecting user would install the app, do all the ad and survey activity, 
and in return, he wouldn't even get any kind of V-Bucks, right? Mm. So it's just pure scam being performed on the user's account. Yeah, they're just leading you along, promising V-Bucks, but you never get the payoff. Correct. Now, one of the interesting things that uh, you pointed out on this one is that they had a system encouraging people to leave positive reviews for the app. Yes, <laughs> uh, that was interesting one as well. And by the way, a lot of these apps were also on Google Play Store. Uh, we've actually posted some of the reviews, <laughs> which were clearly the result of the app asking the user to post positive reviews if they uh, want to get the V-Bucks, right? So that was one of the intended steps as part of the things that the users were asked to do, as a result of which they would get uh, V-Bucks. These positive reviews were pre-written. It, it auto-populated the screen with these so that you didn't even have to write them yourself. That is accurate, yes. <laughs> and we've mentioned all the list of comments. Uh, they, they had actually about 30 or 30, yeah, about 30 comments. So in order to make it not uh, repetitive, they would randomly pick one of them and that's how the Google Play comments won't be all the same. And then there were some other techniques where they got you to take uh, surveys or download other apps? Yep. Yeah. So that's the part I was mentioning. Like they would ask you to take surveys, provide information, download other apps, which could further perform other ad scam activity on your mobile phone. Yeah. It was interesting to me to see that, it, that in the process of launching the fake app, they would have screens that would load that were pretty convincing, that looked like what you would expect some sort of beta of Fortnite to look like. Yep, yeah, yeah, that, that is accurate. And what was interesting was, I mean, maybe not surprising because of all the five-star reviews that the app was getting. Some of these apps were downloaded over, you know, four or 5,000 times on Google Play Store. So thousands of users were impacted by this. So in the meantime, since you published this uh, research initially, there has been a version of Fortnite released for Android, but that brought its own set of uh, interesting consequences. Can you walk us through that? Right. So Epic Games decided to launch the Android version of Fortnite by hosting the installer file on their own website. Basically, they're not uh, leveraging Google Play Store for various reasons, and uh, I'm sure you guys can read into that, but they chose to host the installer on their own site, uh, which means that the, the as part of the installation step, the user is asked to install an APK package from a third-party untrusted source, right? Mm -hmm. So Android operating system by default would not allow a user to install APKs from an unknown location other than Google Play Store. And so... While Epic Games' uh, website, people can trust it, but there are a lot of other methods that the attackers can leverage to, you know, things like Punicode and other mechanisms to make a site which looks very similar to Epic Games, right? And fool the end user into clicking those links and downloading the APK file. Yeah, and I suppose that once you've socialized your user that getting what you want, you're going to need to override some of these safety settings. Well, that's half the battle. Exactly. And those, those steps are actually mentioned on the Epic Games site itself. Uh, obviously, they, they would want the user to be downloading the app from their own website. But uh, the point over here is if uh, a, a malicious attacker is able to convince a user that the site that they're visiting is indeed Epic Games' own site, uh, then they will happily follow the steps that are mentioned. <laughs> It strikes me that this sort of leading people along, stringing them along with all these steps to try to either get the V-Bucks or get the game itself, 
I would imagine lots of people wouldn't fall for this or would bail out somewhere along the way. But but I guess it's important to remember that a lot of the folks who would be attracted to this are going to be kids. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's a fact that there is a wide array of uh, age groups that play this game, right? A, a number that I read recently, it's topping about 200 million users worldwide and the uh, concurrent count is 8 million users at any given time that's playing the game. So yes, uh, there will be a lot of kids who are not willing to spend money and uh, get those V-Bucks by doing some of the surveys and things like that and falling for the malicious apps. Yeah, kids have uh, nothing but spare time, right? <laughs> so what what are your recommendations? If I'm a parent and I want to warn my kids about this, I want to inoculate them against these sort of things, what sort of warnings should I give them to have a, a good eye out for these sorts of uh, techniques? If we're talking about the Android users, uh, if you are using a Samsung phone. I think they did one good thing over there. Samsung Galaxy App Store, which is a third-party app store, but it's sort of vetted by Samsung folks, right? So that does have Fortnite uh, installer as well. So number one, I would recommend if you're using a Samsung device, you should try to install the game from that app store rather than any link. Number two, if you don't have a Samsung Android phone and it's a different vendor, then you should visit the site, epicgames.com, and follow the QR code instructions that are clearly written. Do not click on the link that you receive through any kind of uh, unsolicited messages instructing you to download uh, Fortnite uh, using this method in order to get you know 1,000 V-Bucks for free because all of those will lead to installation of, in most cases, malicious packages on your phone. So... Visit the site, install the package from there, or install it from Samsung Galaxy App Store. Now, what about if someone did fall victim to this, if they had one of these these fake Fortnite games and they had installed it, what goes into removing it? Right. And this is where, you know, the instructions for removal will be different based on the malware that is getting installed. So mm. I'll, I'll take an example of the spyware app uh, that was getting installed in our research that we published. The user has to go into the settings and disable accessibility access for the Fortnite app, uh, which is the app that the user installed. And once the user turns off that, uh, he will be able to remove the app by clicking on uninstall for the Fortnite icon. So that's uh, one of the ways to get rid of that app. Now, mm. having said that, every malicious app will have its own way of installing on the mobile phone. So the instructions will be different. Yeah, but buyer beware. It's, uh, I guess, best is to not uh, have it installed in the first place. Absolutely, yes. Our thanks to Deepin Desai from Zscaler for joining us. The research is titled Fake Fortnite Apps, Scamming and Spying on Android Gamers. We'll have a link in the show notes. And now a word from our sponsor, SpyCloud, the leader in operationalizing cybercrime analytics. Traditional threat intelligence is a thing of the past. Cyber criminals are stealing vast amounts of credentials, session cookies, and financial data every day, and it's hard to keep up. SpyCloud is the trusted partner businesses turn to to fully understand their darknet exposure risk and neutralize threats before it's too late. 
SpyCloud alerts your organization as soon as an employee or customer's data appears on the dark net, so you can act faster than bad actors to prevent cyber attacks like ransomware, session hijacking, account takeover, and online fraud. With insights from the industry's largest repository of recaptured data, protect the digital identities and systems most important to your business. Get your free corporate darknet exposure report at spycloud.com slash cyberwire and see what information criminals have in their hands today. That's spycloud.com slash cyberwire. The CyberWire Research Saturday is proudly produced in Maryland out of the startup studios of Data Tribe, where they're co-building the next generation of cybersecurity teams and technologies. Our amazing CyberWire team is Elliot Peltzman, Peru Prakash, Stefan Vaziri, Kelsey Bond, Tim Nodar, Joe Kerrigan, Carol Terrio, Ben Yellen, Nick Vilecki, Gina Johnson, Bennett Moe, Chris Russell, John Petrick, Jennifer Iben, Rick Howard, Peter Kilpie, and I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.